Alright, here we go, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, this is podcast episode one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, pace. Alright, the mic's still recording in the background. Yeah. Alright, bad, bad, bad. Alright, so we're gonna go ahead and introduce. Int- <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm here with DeAndre. And it's Larry, and uh, welcome to our first episode. Uh, we're just going to keep it short. We're just going to talk about a couple of things from uh, what we think going on in the NBA or just sports world in general. We're going to first share our thoughts on uh, the Spurs' number one pick. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about the Spurs when they got a uh, Wizards face from France? Yeah, bro, Victor Wimbanyama's about to go crazy at the Spurs. I think they do a good job of developing players and the way that they thrived with Tim Duncan as a big man who had a Hall of Fame resume and got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Same thing could probably happen for Victor Wimbanyama. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just going to be injury because I don't want to end up like Yao Ming because uh, Yao Ming, like, it always seemed like Biggs always got like a problem with they like they feet, you know. Especially with uh, the Thunders pick, Chet Holmgren. That guy from I think he played at uh, I think he played at Georgetown or maybe Gonzaga. Yeah, 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 Gonzaga? yeah. Yeah, he like broke his foot like or something. He should have been recovered, but he's struggling. That's right. That's yeah, they don't, the NBA doesn't really do a good job of teaching players how to maintain their health playing basketball. You know. Yeah, and I don't. To be honest, like even with like health prevention or like health reserves and stuff like that, they for as much as for as much as they try to enforce like restricted minutes, it's like bro, like. Y'all just don't know how to teach people how to recover. Like, nobody in the NBA really knows how to recover. Like, they know how to go hard, but they don't. Like, you just throwing people in ice baths. That ain't going to work. I mean, yeah, just look at Kawhi Leonard. He, he, he literally load managed throughout the whole season, goes into the playoffs, then gets re-injured. What is the rehab process behind that? Like, what are they doing? Right. right. I think the hardest thing, too, is just you get Kawhi Leonard even like it didn't seem like anybody took notes from Derrick Rose at all. Nope. Like nobody look at Derrick Rose and be like, "All right, this is what we got fixed. This is what like we need to start implementing. Like this need to be mandatory right now." Because like the only time they like make it mandatory is like during trades when they have to do the X rays and tests on you to see if like you a good like they get their money's worth out of you. But it just seemed like I don't even think restrictive minutes is what they needed. Like a lot of guys just seem like like unconditioned. You know what I mean? Like they just look out of shape. Yeah. You can see what, especially with a lot of the bench players mm-hmm. as well, most of them get gassed out after a good five to ten hard minutes of basketball, especially in the playoffs too. Right. With teams being so dependent on playing their starters as well, that's kind of played a factor in why teams have been eliminated. That, that's true. I think so too because now you try and get like as deep as you're going, you're only going seven men deep, and you should be able to go like eight or nine, maybe ten, but you can't because nobody in shape. And then I also think a problem too is like, Everybody using like resistant bands, but nobody's lifting no heavy ass weight. That's a problem. Yeah, none of the basketball players really weight lift and take care of their bodies like that. They don't understand that basketball is a sport where you have to weight lift constantly because of the amount of the amount of like the amount of tension you're putting on your bones and all that, the amount of stress you're putting on your tendons and muscles. They have to be strengthened. Yeah, like one guy I like watching actually is like knees over toes. I don't know if you ever seen that guy with like the st- pause like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's his name. That's not. I just. I'm just reporting. Die. I'm just. Don't shoot the messenger. But uh, 
Nah, like he he's done a lot because I think he tore both his ACLs or something like that. And then he, yeah, no, nah, and then he came back to like just start dunking. Like he was doing runs one time, which is dunking on everybody. Like he helped me do with like my ten to nine because I just copied whatever he did, and I was like, dang, like I can actually like squat without pain and everything like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, man. One thing about basketball is a lot of players gonna have to understand is you're gonna have to do a lot of conditioning and heavy weightlifting and a lot of repetitions. Just like football players lift. You're going to have to do a lot of, what is it called, hypertrophy? Yeah. Yeah, like, you look at Baylor, uh, when they won that national championship, they said their basketball team was lifting, lifting with the football team, like, that whole summer. That's why I was like, yeah, yeah. Wow. And they, they was some dog, like, nobody wanted to guard. Like, their point guards were looking like they was ready to do a bodybuilding show. Now, I'm not saying, like, you know, there's, like, a difference between actual having good muscle and popcorn muscle, just show muscle. But you look at a lot of those guys, like, their biceps look full, like their shoulders, like you look like you they they could move some furniture. Like you got point guards moving bigs. That's a problem. And you like that make it so hard to pay like what's it called? Like stretch five or whatever. Cause guess what? Like your four and your five don't even want to play defense because they get they taking it straight to the chest. Like, shoot, they better get a Teflon jacket <laughs> under their jersey. Uh but yeah, yeah, that kinda that kinda just sums up my like what I think about hopefully you know, he just if he stay injury free, I think he's gonna be fine. Like he may not be the next LeBron James, but he'll still drop like twenty five and ten, maybe his whole career. And that'd still be solid or twenty and twenty and eight. That was I think too many people putting too much pressure on him to be the next LeBron James, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean if Draymond Green can develop a role and win four championships with the Warriors, Ben Simmons will be fine somewhere else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's go ahead and get into that. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into that, Doc. Let's go ahead and talk about oh, the best salesman of the year goes to that man Ben Simmons and then we're gonna talk about our runner-up Doc Rivers <laughs> rolling down the river all right my fault my fault but yeah let's go ahead and talk about Ben Simmons Doc uh he's selling bro yeah bro uh, the way that he treated the 76ers organization after they went through all that with him just for him to be able to do all that and not even play not even attempt a jump shot or not even try to score the basketball this guy's getting paid millions and yet he wants to act shocked. That's just the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Tell him, dog. Tell him. Nah, I, we think Ben Simmons selling for real. Because I'm just saying, when millionaires be talking about they got trauma, I'm like, what trauma? Like, you wiping your face with $100 bills and a Bentley. That ain't trauma. That's just, that's just a first world inconvenience. That's just an inconvenience, honestly, in my opinion. You you acting different. And all Philly wanted you to do was just shoot. Exactly, bro. And then he's going to sit there and try and blame it on anxiety, bro. The only amount of anxiety you should have had was when you, when you were in high school going to the league, or, I mean, going to college. That's the only anxiety he should have had. That's the only pressure he had. He wasn't talking about anxiety when everybody was calling him the next LeBron James, and he had all them girls floating up under him. Had all them Bayou girls down at LSU floating up on him. You know what I'm talking about? Down in Bayou. The thing is, he, with all the years he spent at the 76ers, they gave him time to upgrade his game. Yeah. Like, how do you not How do you not even attempt a shot? You don't even try to improve your free throw percentage. Driving to the hole, I get it, right? That's old school basketball. Earn it at the line. If you get contested at the rim, it is what it is. Always, make, always take it hard to the rim. Pause. But... <laughs> Gonna have a sus count. Uh, we gonna have to put a sus count here. 
But they they even traded and got I think they got JJ Reddick and then they got uh Tobias Harris. Those are two shooters they surrounded him with. Yet bro still stunk it up. Yeah, he even had Jimmy Butler, I think, at one point. Like yeah. Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler's mid range is dirty. It it's slept on. Like it it may not be like Kobe esque or Michael Jordan esque, but it get the job done. Speaking but, of Jimmy Butler, them, oh, the Heat won today. Oh two oh over the Celtics. Oh man. Oh, oh man. man. Celtics might be in trouble, man. Yeah, they are. They are, bro. They running out of luck. They really are, bro. Yeah, did Jason Tatum text Kobe this time? <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> yeah, that was this dirty. This one's for you, OG. Yeah, for real. Horny ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Larry <laughs> got a smoke. Yeah, for real. I haven't smoked in years, though. Oh, oh, golly. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, Ben Simmons, so for real, he he robbed him. He worse than a... Nah, Gilbert Arenas didn't even... He really didn't even rob people. Like, he Gilbert still Arenas went up. was a great player. Yeah, though. Gilbert Arenas went out there and shot. Like, he, he wasn't afraid to shoot it out of that. You know, he brought guns to the locker room. Yeah. John ja Morant before John ja Morant, dog. He was that dog. Yeah, like, if y'all remember, man, the fact that John ja Morant got all this leniency... For, for toting pistols on IG Live while Gilbert Arenas brings guns to the locker room and they suspend it like, <laughs> yeah. you can't make this up, man. <coughs> and Gilbert Arenas gave Kobe 40. Nah, I think he gave him 50. 50, excuse yeah, me. 50. John Moran ain't give Kobe 50. He never will. <laughs> he will never will. He never will. Man. He ain't give LeBron 50 either. Nope. But they lost by 40 when Dylan Brooks said, I don't respect anybody till they give me 40. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, tell him, dog, tell him. And then uh, uh, next, next man we're going to talk about is how uh, another man sold right down the river, Doc Rivers. So Doc Rivers is an interesting character because he get all this hype after winning. Like, they act like them winning this one ring solidifies them forever. Like, this is, like, in the dynasty of Kobe winning five rings, you only get one. 2008. That's it. And then the next clientele y'all go against Miami. Talking about we broke him. Did y'all? Because they beat y'all like two or three. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they took... You guys were the first ones to do it, but they was the first ones to do it the best. Yeah, for that, them to be sitting there saying they broke LeBron when LeBron literally had Paul Pierce signed up playing for the Clippers and the freaking... Was it the Nets, too? Right, right, right. Like, that man was having a struggle career after that. Games After game six in Boston, after what LeBron did to him, they were never the same. Even Ray Allen had to click up and join him, you know? That's true. Ray Allen knew where to go. Ray Allen knew exactly where the money is. But we didn't, we didn't talk about that. But no. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, what is it? 70% of game seven losses are, or 30% are to Doc Rivers, which is crazy. He's coached in like, like 10 game sevens. Yeah, 10 game sevens and he loses them all. And then like the year after he leaves the Clippers, they go to the Western Conference Finals. Yep. And I'm just like, Everybody talking about he can't make in-game adjustments. And I'm like, dude, like, how can you not make in-game adjustments? But it kind of makes sense because Tim Thibodeau, he was the defensive uh, Tom, coordinator. Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau, he was the defensive coordinator for uh, the Celtics uh, when they won that championship that year. So, of course, their defense was going to be good. Because yeah. you look at what he did with D. Rose and all them, that, like, they were the only, they were the best chance besides maybe Boston to beat Miami yep. during that, that LeBron era. So you you really think about it? It's like dog, like he he just sells like he can't make in game adjustments. 
you know, he just has a hot name and he only has one ring. And I'm like, he has one ring out of how many chances? Exactly. Too many, bro. Too many. And then on top of that, what pisses me off is I remember watching the Clippers when they were up 3-1 against the Rockets. When James Harden, prime James Harden, right. took him to Game Seven. This is when this is when the Rockets had James Harden, had Josh, Josh Smith, oh my god, freaking dunking dirty, on everybody. When he won that Game Five for him with that twenty five piece. If I remember correctly, Blake Griffin was carrying even with an injury. CP three choke artist too. Yeah, we, and Doc Rivers didn't. He didn't make it any better. Uh, the fact that that man had a whole career after that, I would have never hired him as a coach I ever again. Never. He, he would have had to been on. He would have been an assistant coach for a while, like at least four years. He would have had to go back to school, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, to get his job back to be able to head coach. Because it's like, how do you choke that many, like leads? Like you know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. But I mean, I understand winning in the NBA is difficult. You know, this professional sports. But compare that to football. If Doc Rivers was a football coach, oh, he'd have oh a he'd God. have a terrible resume. Oh, bro, Doc that's, Rivers. That's like Buffalo Bills losing. In the 90s. <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it should have been winning them. Is that what you said? They should have yeah, been winning in the 90s? should have been winning them, but hey, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cowboys were good back then. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, well, they had cocaine, so that's... I mean, the Cowboys always been sorry since I was a kid. That's all I remember. <laughs> we're not here for the Cowboys slander yeah, today. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. But yeah, nah, Doc Rivers definitely sold him and... And how Ben Simmons going to have the audacity to tweet that about Doc Rivers? It's like, dog, like... He told you not to shoot when you had them open shots? Yeah, bro. Ben Simmons should have developed the courage to shoot on his own regardless of what a coach was telling him. Any great players is always going to go to their strengths and always get better in their weaknesses regardless of what the coach says. Because it's all about putting in work and getting to that next level as a player. But that's if he truly cared about succeeding to that next level as, a, as an elite scorer making an all-NBA team. Right. And and the thing is, it's like he reminds me of those people that just peak in high school and then they just coast because they just cool afterwards. You know what I mean? Because like in college, when he was talking about college, he's like, I didn't even try. I just had like a 2.3 GPA. But then he went to LSU because I think his uh, his it's not his granddad. Who is it? His godfather coached at LSU. So he went over there. So I'm like, oh, you're you're already like leaving smoke. Like, you already leaving smoke. Like, you going there just because, like, you know somebody there? I'm like, shoot, I'm going to play for Duke. And then, or I would have played overseas, honestly. And then he would have played overseas. He probably would have been a Ladakh. He would have been more of an elite player on offense. Because overseas, they they don't have defense in three seconds in the key. Exactly. Like, he would have been going off like an old boy did for China. (laughs) Marbury. (laughs) And then, uh. No, nah, but you look at it, you're just like, bro, like, you ain't do nothing after college. Like, and then you get to, like, the NBA and everybody wanting you to shoot. Like, Markel Fultz had a good reason why he couldn't shoot. Like, I felt bad for him because he got so much. But then you look at the Washington State highlights. He was good, though. Um, our Washington highlights. Oh, my gosh. He was a monster. He was yamming on everybody. Just climbing ladders. Climbing the stairway to heaven. Yeah, I forgot they even had Markel Fultz on the 76. They did him dirty, though, with a shoulder injury, and they messed up his shot. Hey, like J. Cole says, pray for Markel because they fucked up his shot. Yeah, they, they did him dirty because what happened? Because it was like... He had to get surgery on his shoulder. Then he, I think he was shooting... His free throw percentage tanked. His release just didn't look right. His shooting percentage was terrible. I think at one point he was trying to attempt free throws... But once nursing one side of his body over the other, when you know when you shoot a basketball, you have to finish with two hands high. Right, right, right. Yeah, nah. And then, um, yeah. So they did him dirty. I don't know. Maybe it's just something in Philly, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, them niggas ain't winning. Yeah. Shit. 
<laughs> Philadelphia Eagles ain't winning shit. 76ers ain't winning shit. Yeah, Philly's lost in the freaking what oh, they, the, yeah, they lost in the World the series. series. Oh my gosh. I felt bad for Bryce Harper because I really I like that he arrogant. That's why I wanted him to win that, honestly. I like, I like Bryce Harper, man. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Hold on. I gotta find the next talking point. You're my fault. I should have just printed these bad boys off. Alright, ah. Alright, so um let's go ahead and talk about the playoffs. NBA playoffs, baby. All right, Western Conference uh, Finals right now. What we looking like, dog? What we looking like, dog? Lake Show's down 0-2, but um, I don't know. I'm not really too concerned about that. You may have to speak up a little louder. Lake Show's down 0-2. I'm not really too concerned about that right now. They'll, they'll make some adjustments. I mean, LeBron's been down two games in his career before. This is this is nothing to him. Problem is, everybody else needs to step up, and D'Angelo Russell needs to start playing better as well. Yeah. He he got molten lava in his veins. He ain't even got ice in his veins no more. I, I'm wondering where that D'Angelo Russ was because he wouldn't tolerate this nonsense. And then AD, he's sputting out, dog. Now I think it may be over. Like when KG was talking about that experiment they were doing with him, trying to see if he going – they can't even – They this is the wrong guy to be experimenting with, to be honest, because he, he just – like at this point, I think there's going to have to be a conversation about this. where does Anthony Davis sit next to Jokic in the top 75. Yeah, I mean, AD's always he's always been a great player on the offensive end, but he's never been consistently healthy. That'll always be his downfall as a player. If teams or GMs wanted to take a chance on him, knowing how injury-prone he was from the day that he got drafted, I don't think he would have been drafted as high. That's, that's true, because even at his days in the Pelican days, like the only good stretch you had from him was when him and Boogie played together. Because when him and Boogie were like that first, what was it, the first three games they played together, dropped 50. Both dropped 50. Drew Holiday dropped like 25 and 16. I think Rondo had like 12 assists too. Everybody was getting jiggy in the mix. But then it was like before that Lakers trade, it was like, hold up, how many games has he actually played? And then you see like turf toe. you just like, bro, you're missing a game because of turf toe, bro. But then again, he's a big, bro. He got to take care of them feet. Pause, pause. And uh, you you just realize, like, I think, honestly, uh, Jokic is just too good. Like, he he is too consistent and too good. He's not a liability. He's durable. I know people are like, oh, he's a defensive liability. But he can only do so much in those high pick and rolls. Like, how many big can really, like, the only other guy that can really stretch out, like, pot, oh, my God. It's does tight. The only guy like uh what was it, Triple J or whatever in Memphis? Yeah, Jay yeah, he was yeah, he was the best one to actually stretch all the way oh my to play on the perimeter as a big. Yeah. He was like the only one that could really do that and actually be able to still roam in a comfortable position. Anthony Davis can do that pretty well. But even I think Joe Embiid still has this fits when he tries to come out that far. Yeah. And then the only other person I could think besides that is maybe Bam Adebayo, but he has to get on a roll. Bam Adebayo's actually, he's not a bad perimeter defender. He's hes really not. He's That's not true. a bad perimeter defender. Because I remember there was a play where they were playing the Celtics the other night. And uh, they put him in a high pick and roll. I think he was guarding Jason Tatum, maybe. And he got a nice little defensive play based off of that. He contested the shot, caused him to miss. It was great defense by him. He moved his feet. He did all that he needed to. That's That was, I remember I was kind of shook. Because of how good he played, how good he was moving his feet. Right, right. But even then, I forgot who they picked up to help cover up that backside for him. 
like when Jokic got dropped through and do all that uh, craziness and try to play one through five, basically. But I think, I think if Murray doesn't sputter out, yeah, that's gonna be the if Murray doesn't sp- sputter out, they're gonna be fine. The thing is, is like, is LeBron gonna turn on like a thirty-five piece? You know, maybe drop a fifty-five piece out of nowhere. Yeah, we're gonna see that same LeBron, even though he's thirty-eight now. It's kind of like, man, what do you expect out the guy at this point? Well, he's still dropping 20, 20 plus points in like one half, which is still like is that that's tough, yeah. that's tough. But it's like if we had another twenty points in the first half, he would have been dropped a forty piece. Yeah, and it's like we need like a forty and twelve type of game from him. But this ain't the Miami LeBron no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, like or, that. Or Cleveland LeBron, man. If this was Cleveland LeBron, sheesh. Oh, Thanos LeBron. That man was on a mission, dropping 50 points with a broken hand. Oh, my God, Phil. That's crazy. Man. Shooting left-handed free throws, right-handed free throws, left-handed jump shots, everything. He just did not care. He did what it took to win. And and then you just like, dang, like, that's crazy. But let's look at the Eastern Conference Finals. We got Jason... Tatum versus Hemi Butler. Jimmy Butler might win this matchup. And he'll probably solidify himself as an elite player in the league, especially if he if he t- if he knocks off the Celtics, it's wraps. Nobody they can't even say anything. He outplayed today somebody tried to trash talk him. They poked the bear and Jimmy went off. Right, right. He went off, bro. <laughs> he went off. Hold Celtics look. losing two oh. Yeah, let me make sure it's still recording. Yeah, we still good. Celtics are Celtics are down 2-0, man. Joe Mazzula sitting there. With, and I can't stand the Celtics head coach. He's, he's just a stand-in guy for Ime Udoka, in my opinion. He tries so hard to be Mr. Shortmouth with Bill Belichick in the media, all that. He tries to display that persona. That's not who he is. He's not that guy? He doesn't have he doesn't have that type of united feeling like Ime did in, in the locker room, if yeah. I'm being honest. Hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> All right, all right, that was kind of dirty. But, uh, no, I, the problem is, is, like, Jason, uh, when Jason Tatum doesn't have a good game, they keep forcing him to have, try to put up a decent game. Yeah, and it's like, you need to go to Jalen Brown earlier. Because yeah, there was plenty of, when the Warriors, was it the Warriors versus the Celtics a couple years ago? I think that was, like, last year. Yeah. You, there was many times where they should have went to Jalen Brown earlier. And that Andrew Wiggins versus Jalen Brown matchup, should have been, like, that should have been hyped up. Yeah. But they keep, it's like. Wiggins is cooked, though. Mm, I mean, he, here's All the thing. respect, he couldn't even defend his baby mama from his home. <laughs> yeah, was that true? Was that true? I don't know. But, nah, the thing was, is, like, they just, they just didn't get Jalen Brown started early enough. And I'm just like, Jalen Brown is a number one option. You should, and that's the problem, was, like, y'all ain't treating him like a number one option, like. He should like a lot of those isolation plays and stuff. It's, it's they just give him few too few opportunities to get the offense going. Yeah, and by the time they try to get him going, the offense is already dang near down by ten fifteen. Bro's already on a cold streak because he hasn't touched the ball for almost five to ten minutes. Right, like I think they should have like the 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 respect Jason got out of out of college where they were like immediately giving him the ball. Jalen Brown should have got that when he first got in the league. Because they were like, oh, is Jalen Brown a bust? I'm like, bro, like, y'all wasn't saying this about... Y'all wasn't saying this about Jason Tatum? 
And Jason Tatum hasn't been playing all that great, if we're being honest. Right, right, right. And so that's, and that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, bro. If, I think he's gone to Houston, though. Uh, like they got a lot of money for him. That, but if he wants a chance to win a ring, like, I don't think Houston may be the move. Half these players don't even want to win a ring. They yeah, just want to tell they. the fan base, yeah, guys, we're going to go compete and then e- pocket their money. E- right, right. Not saying they're wrong for it because there's organizations out there that won't surround their team with talent. Right, right, right. But, so if he were to win a ring, where should he go? To the Rockets. He got a ring. They can't say anything. Now he, could, now he can sit there and sit on his money. Who? Jalen Brown. He got a ring. No, I said if he does get a ring. I no, thought you were saying if he does get no, a I'm ring. No, I'm saying if, like, where should he go to win a ring right now? Oh, just Miami. Yeah. He could go to Toronto, too. If they would have had Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. God, Nick Nurse. I don't. And all you Warriors fans, he's not going to Golden State. He's not going to be a second option behind Curry. Y'all need to just get that out your freaking head. He would be behind Clay. Yeah. And then he, he, and that's assuming Clay takes the pay cut. And that's also assuming Dre don't fight back if they resign him. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I think Jalen Brown would hit Dre back. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't think he would like, oh, I'm gonna take a hit. Jordan yeah. Poole is he's out, right? This is his last year. This was nah, his last they paid year. him. They paid him. Uh, I think he got like one more year after this. Mm. But uh nah, if he go win a ring, I think that would be a good place. If he ended up going to the Lakers, mm. That would be tough. That would be crazy. Yeah, be but that would be the best move, especially if you can keep LeBron AD and Auto. Yeah, and he'll be the and that'd be yeah, man, because he would probably be their main option for offensive for he offensive should. production. He he should be because AD AD ain't got it, and oh. I, I know it's gonna be a different role, but I think if they gave him the patience like they gave James Harden that first year when he went to the Rockets to become that point guard and start starting, he gonna do just fine. Um. Who else? Who else? We got to talk about um, shoot. Deion Sanders at Colorado. Oh yeah, Deion Neon, Mister Sanders. Yeah, everybody's sitting there criticizing because they've had over, I think, a hundred players in the transfer portal from Colorado. Yeah, but they kicked them all out. They this is a one in eleven team. This is basically like the bottom barrel fish over there, the dead fish at the bottom. Right. And you over here just discarding all the dead weight. None of them kids wanted to win. If they clearly go on one and eleven, what does that say about them? What does that say about the culture of them? You know, that program was a terrible program. That's true. I think I just don't think we just got com- uh, competitiveness no more. And I don't, I don't blame some of them, but bro, like a lot of these cats are gonna peak in college. But the problem is, is like Dion trying, he's trying to find the people that are gonna go to the draft because if they peak at the, if they peak in, uh, what's it called in the NFL, he he know they're gonna put out effort at the college level. Because then you just tap out at the top and you just ride that on the way up through Colorado. The problem is, is like you see some of that footage, who who going to be the number one option? None of them kids raise their hand. The number one option for them would probably be Travis Hunter. But that's because he brought him in from Jackson State. Same thing with his son. He brought in Shadur. Shadur is a great player. People forget, bro. Shadur literally got a scholarship to Alabama. He went on a whole visit and all that. Shadur was – he's nice as a quarterback. That's what people don't understand. I don't see any of all these haters getting an invite to Alabama. That's true. I, and number two, I never even saw any bad tracks of like, oh, uh, Shadur getting bailed out by Dion just because of his son. Like, they, they would have posted – they couldn't wait to post some slander about that. But then you look at it, it's like, nah. Like, he good. And even in that black and white game, they sold out, or black and gold game, whatever, they sold out, and they just start doing numbers. And then you realize it's like – 
dude, like, they got a good chance of actually making something happen. And number two, like, the, I think he had to get rid of, like, everybody just want to go go to Colorado because, like, oh, I'm a number one option. It's like, nah, you got to prove that. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they get a decent good amount of Juco players on their roster just because all of them ready to fight. I'd say, like, this, the respect that Archie Manning got out of high school, and I like Archie Manning as a quarterback, but you know the the weight that his last name pulls let alone got him that attention in general. That's the same respect that they should give Shadur Sanders. Right. Because he knows how to play ball. He knows how to throw the ball. He can read the field. He can process it. This guy's been on workouts with Tom Brady and all that. All NFL players. How could you hate on the man? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. I don't even think you could really... I don't even think you could really hate on Deion Sanders. Because if you think... The problem is, is if Deion Sanders was some like regular Joe Schmo, he would have to just go 2-10. and 10. But because it's Deion Sanders, he at least got to go like eight and four. He'll probably win like at least a good five games. He has no. He at least got to go eight and four. Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's Colorado. Well, but the thing <laughs> is, is like with him making all these moves and just because it's Deion Sanders, and him moving from like a swag to like uh, Division One, he gonna have to make who swag? Who? <laughs> but no, nah, he has to do that because I think um, of who he is and what his name carry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Even if they have a down year, I'm not criticizing Dion. This is college football. Look at how, even because I'm an OU fan, look at how Brent Venables did his first year. Absolutely terrible. Right. This guy coaches, and he was coaching college football championship defenses. He's the one who held Alabama to 16 points when they had Tua, Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs. That was the man calling the defense. Right. So. He was in his bag, too. He was. He had a hot hand. He was like, no, no, Brad. You know, he was going ballistic on that mic. And he's gotten dudes like A.J. Terrell to the league and all that. So how could you, Cleveland Farrell, dudes like that, how could you, how could you, how could you necessarily criticize somebody like that when their first year they don't do too well? That's how I expect Coach Sanders to be, but I'm not going to sit here and hold some sort of harsh criticism on him. Right. I don't, I think As long as he develops players at the proper level, that will speak for itself. Exactly. And I think too, it's like you got. I think a lot of those people are gonna stay four years. Yeah, I think they gonna give them at least three or four years. Cause that's how Nick Saban is. He'll just build up these players. Junior, senior year, they'll pop out, create NFL draft stock for themselves. Exactly, and they just pop out, and and they're so durable. Yeah, Bama, they always reload. Yeah, they're pretty durable, dog. There's only been a couple where you like, dang, but they just so massive. They ain't got, they, you know, their body gonna break down a little bit. I wanna, I'm interested to see how Jalen Milrow does behind center for Alabama if he starts this year. Ooh, that may be interesting, Doc. But, all right, we got a couple more. Um, Warriors. What, 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 you, think, you think the dynasty, you think, it's, you think it's over? Yeah, especially with how, well, not necessarily. I was going to say, yeah, because of how John Morant and them boys is, but nah, the Grizzlies ain't too much to be proud about right now. The Warriors, all they got to do is sign some better bench players. They'll be all right. And the thing is, uh, their only biggest worry is it's not even Draymond Green because they could literally get uh, they could get the same thing they get out of Draymond they could get from somebody like Ben Simmons, genuinely. They don't need offense from somebody like that. If they do, Ben Simmons is a lot more athletic than Draymond Green is in terms of driving to the hole. But what about that uh, defensive player of the year type ability? I mean, Ben Simmons doesn't play bad defense. But can he play one through five? Mm, that's the question. Yeah, because I don't think he played one through five. Like, Draymond, Draymond was playing one through five. Like, 
He was giving Jokic fits. If he buys in, but Ben Simmons probably ain't going to buy in even if the stock market told him to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nah, he may not. Nah, because I just, bro, like, he just seems like one of those guys that's just, like, a celebrity that just can play basketball really well. Yeah. Because I don't think he, like, he's going to go on a book tour talking about how, like, Phil, like, Philadelphia may get into some slander. Mm-hmm. Like in the news, and then guess who's gonna be the first person to talk about how bad Philly is? Ben Simmons. But he was probably loading up on them cheesesteaks when he was down there. <laughs> For sure, bro. Yeah, and you're just like, bro, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> and then you you look at um, I think the Warriors like, I think Clay ain't gonna settle. I think he really want that deal. Mm-hmm. Cause I people were like, he keeps shooting like he got a chip on his shoulder. I was like, bro, you get dogged out of the all the seventy five. Yep. Uh, you don't go first team just because you weren't there with Rachel Nichols. True. Um, everybody else outside of that didn't put you as a first team NBA or you know second team. He should have been. He's the definition of a three and D guy. Yeah. Like that's the type of three and D guy you want, especially before that injury. Yeah. True. Everybody. With once, that injury, I kind of feel like that's been a playing factor in terms of his confidence on elevating on shots and and trying to. To create his own shot off mm, the dribble mm. or catch and shoot situations. But even then, he had some good games where it was like he was going off for 30, 30, yeah. 40 points. And it was like, and that's the thing, people were still like, oh, he's not the same. I'm like, really? He just dropped 30 last night. Yeah. It's, it's just I like. I mean, when his shot's on, it's on, but you can't really expect that out of somebody who's already in their 30s. Well, and I think too, it's just you, like when he would have those hot streaks, like when he was going off for like 35 or 40 and they pulled him, they should have kept letting. I know they were trying to protect him from injury, protect him from himself, but it's like a guy needs that confidence. Yeah. Like you, like because they all sit there and let Curry collect chump change minutes and let him stat pad. What? Well, I'm not against the way they play with Curry, but Curry, this is a guy who has been plagued by injuries. That's true. That's that's true. But then also that, but he just need to get his confidence. Like he was out longer than Curry. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like you, he Could has such be- a like an itch to win yeah and the thing is is like if you don't feed him like he gonna get pissed off yeah because guess what he gotta make it up on defense for you and then maybe he'll get something called but then he don't get something called he gonna be a little pissed off and you gotta think like coming back from an acl tear mm-hmm. like he he trying to make sure he's still that guy yeah i think the thing is regardless even though he played bad in his last game against the lakers some if he if Warriors expect him to take a pay cut, he should fi- personally find that offensive because he's the same dude who popped up in Game Six and <laughs> clutched it for him against the Thunder. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there's what the Warriors aren't willing to do. There's another team out there that really yeah, will. He may pay be going him. to Houston with hey Jalen Brown and him in Houston. Yeah, it's like if the if the Warriors are giving Jordan Poole that kind of money and he's played like absolute dog ass. <laughs> dog what? Dog ass. <laughs> How the fuck do you expect Klay Thompson to take a pay cut when the guy that you paid the most money to in terms of Jordan Poole is literally over there lollygagging, just chucking up threes and not even that interested yeah. on the defensive part of the ball? Yeah, and he only yeah, he only go off when you have women in there. I'm not saying you got to have a hot dog fest or a sausage fest, but same. it's like, dog, like, like, and this is the same dude that is a munch. Like, you paid a munch? You yeah. thought I was feeling? That I-Spice situation. That I-Spice situation is crazy, man. That yeah. just goes to show, like, young men, don't don't splurge all your money on a woman. Yeah, he tricking hard. Three, what, 500K? Because now you see how well he's playing now. Dog ass. 
Well, dude, because now you think about the deal. It's like, bro, like now you gotta go off. Like you gotta go off, off now. Like, That's a gotta, lot of money too. Yeah, it's a lot of it's so much money. You could have just been saved that and then just became a dog. Like you're in the perfect situation to basically become like the new like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, bro. Like yep. the ability to play defense because you got the size of Clay Thompson. But then you can learn how to shoot off the dribble really well. Six, seven wingspan. Yep, and be able to like shoot off the dribble and still be able to cook from outside. Like Clay Thompson, beautiful off the off off screens, all that. Like even Steph Curry, like he gonna treat, uh, teach you how to run through them screens. Person, I think Jordan Poole's gone since Draymond punched him in the face. <laughs> all that tension in the locker room too. Unless Draymond goes somewhere else, but. He Jordan Poole probably feels betrayed by the Warriors organization that they didn't deal with Draymond accordingly. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the whole league feel betrayed because they don't deal with Draymond. They let Draymond do whatever Draymond want to do. Yeah. Unless, unless it's Adam Silver. And it was like, even Adam Silver, all right, whatever. But I think I think a lot of the reason why, I think that Warriors locker room, I think they were held together by duct tape and Gorilla Glue. Yeah, bro. Because just like, based off the the faint hope of winning a championship would make everything the same again, like. Well, they just never dealt with anything like that. Draymond punch, but then they they just could never figure out how to win on the road. No, nah, they couldn't. And this was all year long. All year long, and especially they were like, in the playoffs too against the Kings. Yeah, man. And and they were like, because everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Warriors gonna be in the playoffs for sure." But then they started seeing them lose, like go on streaks of just losing on the road. Like they was looking like they were trying to be tryhards on the road. Even that, and even when they lost at home against the Lakers, it's like they didn't know how to react. They didn't expect the Lakers to come out swinging and win. They didn't right. expect that, and they didn't expect the Lakers to be in a dogfight. They're really anticipating LeBron having to carry a team of no names. Right, right, That's right. That's what they were anticipating. But it's not like they acting like they acting like LeBron did that before. And even then, when LeBron did that before, like, did whether you take them to like Game Six, Game Seven, game so six. it's kind of like you just get to a point to where you're just like, Brett, like. I wanted the Warriors to see how long they could keep going. But when they fell off, they fell off hard. And no KD. Remember, they swept LeBron because of KD. When they had KD. We can win without LeBron. Say who? Say who? We can win without KD. Yeah. Nut-kicking Draymond? Ball-busting Draymond? And Draymond even went in an interview and said they probably don't repeat or win over, over that calf squad if it weren't for KD. He ain't lying. So, he ain't that's lying. That's like, that's I... Yeah, K- KD ruined one of the greatest rivalries of all time. Bro. Yes, bro. It's like, who invited this nigga to the cookout? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, go home, you bum. Like, yeah, Take your ass home, KD. Go back to Oklahoma City. Win like a real man. Everywhere you've gone, it's been blown up to absolute dog shit. And it's mainly because you want to be building on these super teams. And then you act surprised when players ain't on the same page as you. They don't even trust you to be down there long term, dog. They don't even know if you want to win long term. He's the Lincoln Riley of uh, basketball right now. The Bob Stoops. Exactly. As soon as Lincoln Riley found out we're headed to the SEC. Oh, no. Let me go to USC. USC still lost. They still got upset. Yeah, it... Instead of improving and saying, yeah, I need to do something about my defense. What did Lincoln Riley do? Oh, I'm going to just go to the Pac-12 where run defense is not a thing. Okay, buddy. Okay, and you'll look good with Caleb Williams. But guess what? When Caleb Williams gets to the league, it's about to be rough for him. Teams, these teams play all these schemes. They call these blitzes. They do everything. They disguise coverages. There's different things they throw at rookie quarterbacks. On purpose. Exactly. Yeah. 
And and back to KD, like back back to that Warriors, bro. Yeah, we 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 get him a little ballistic here. This has been some pent up nonsense. Four years, we I, I'll give this off watching. We dealt with this for four years. I couldn't stand my neighbors. I couldn't stand Dante. I couldn't stand none of the Warriors fans that was at my job or at school. Yeah, Steph Curry. I'm like, bro, y'all can't win without KD. Steph Curry don't even get. How many finals MVPs does Steph Curry have? I think he had two. I think he only has one. Bro. Or one. KD, well, I think yeah, because Andre had one, and then Andre, Andre, Andre should have never even won that one. KD, got, I think KD got two. Because did he win two rings or one? He won two rings with the Warriors. Oh yeah, because they got four. Oh my god! If KD would have went to anybody, anybody but I wouldn't have been mad if KD I, went to the. Freaking Raptors. Yes, if he would have went to the Raptors, oh, I'd have been like, like, yo. Yeah, I'd be like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if he would have went to the Lakers, Mm. that Lakers team could have moved some stuff because they had young people early on and they could have did just fine with all them cats. Exactly. I wouldn't have been mad. You know what? If he would have went to the Pelicans with Boogie and AD. Yeah, that wouldn't have been bad either. Oh, that would have been Three seven-footers just working? Oh, my God. But LeBron would have never gotten AD when he went to the Lakers. That's the thing. Yeah, and that would have... Bro, it would have... LeBron would have stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. And you got to think, like... And the West ain't even all that... I mean, the East, it wasn't even looking all that... LeBron's always owned the East, if we're being honest, bro. The East, baby. He got... Toronto. Got Dwayne Casey fired. Who was coaching at the Pacers? I think it was like... Who was the head coach of the Pacers? Was it Nate McMillan? Because he got fired this year from the Hawks. I think he was coaching at the Pacers back then. No, it was some... Uh, yeah, he got a lot of people. And then he shipped out a lot of players. Paul George got shipped. DeMar DeRozan got, got rolled shipped. up. Serge Ibaka was never the same player after playing against LeBron. No. Who else? None of the Celtics players were the same. Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. I mean, even Rondo had to click up with LeBron and play with him. Yeah. And he won that ring in the bubble. Yeah, that's a real ring. That's a real ring for all four teams. Yes, that's a real ring right they there. They all back. If they see people who consider the bubble not real, didn't play AAU basketball. They don't. Nothing's more toxic than playing a team at the Sporting Chance Center and then going to the same hotel as them damn cats. <laughs> oh my god! And they drop thirty, like the twenty thirty. Yeah, like full court presses on you. All yeah, and, and you got your coach yelling at you yeah. after a blowout loss. And then, and then, guess what? Guess what? He and the, his whole team in the pool. You can go to the pool because the pool open for everybody. But you can't go to the pool because you lost by thirty. Yeah. And he chilling in the hot tub just like this. Look, look. Talk about. Hey, what's up, y'all? Oh, like when Mitchell dropped. What he dropped like forty or fifty with Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray was on live and Yeah, so like, I was oh, like, dying. Oh, yeah, nah, 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 like that. That, that that was basketball. I think they should do basketball more like that. Cause as a you know as a fan, I think fans get too crazy. They yeah, fans, they fans, fans ruin the game. Even though even though they make it exciting, I think fans in terms of sports, football is where the fans bring excitement to the game. Yeah, but basketball, they're hella close to the court. Like too literally, close. any fan I... could like harm a player. Yeah, like when uh, that lady ran out there. Uh, uh what she say? Free the cows or whatever. Yeah. She was like, stop eating meat. Whatever she was talking about. I'm a virgin. You know, I don't know what she was talking about. Yeah, like but the players need space to be able to save the ball on any play that it's heading out of bounds. The fans don't need to be that close. I think so. And then you got to think, like, you ain't got to deal with, like, the fans are farther away, and you have, you ain't got to deal with that toxic stuff. 
Because you remember when LeBron went off in Miami? Did you ever see that short where somebody, like one of the Boston guys poured beer on him? Like there's that net thing on top, right? Where they walk under it and a beer just falls down and pours right on him. And you see LeBron like, and he looks at the camera just like, and I was like, oh my gosh. Went on that street. Cleared out the whole, he cleared out that Celtics, bro. He cleared out that Celtics building. Yeah. He told him, get a new one. I'm done with y'all. But yeah, no, I, I think, I think Jimmy Butler gonna get the job done. Like if if he gets the job done, I think he going he needs to get put on that top seventy five list for the fact that he just demolished a strong East. Yeah. You beat Giannis and all them. Yeah, man, that's crazy. They really beat Giannis. And then you beat you beat a tough Nets team. They beat the they beat the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks. My bad, not Nets. They but, won in the Garden. Too. Yes, and so you beat like a that's tough. Like if you gotta play in the playoffs in the Knicks. In the garden, that's a tough game. Knicks you, fans are fucking atrocious too, bro. My God. Yeah, they be some. They be with some wild dogs. To be honest, they, when they be tore down that Julius Randle poster and started stomping on it. I'm like, man, that's crazy. Yeah, because everybody was like, he the king of New York, he the king. And I was like, what about Brun- Brunson? Was the only reason y'all had a chance. Jaylen Brunson dropped like forty. Forty was dropping time. like averaging like twenty five or thirty that whole series, trying to give y'all a chance, like. Yeah, bro. Knicks fans, y'all got to trade Julius Randle for some assets easily, man. Yeah. Get some draft picks. Do something. Because the way Julius Randle was playing, it seemed like he didn't want any part of the bigger stage. And then Jalen he, Brunson was really carrying. Yeah, and then he want to be like, uh, oh, uh, you know, I think, you know, my teammates got to play better. Like, try and blame his teammates or whatever. I'm just like, dog. Joel like, type shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Joel Embiid should have won that MVP anyways. That was trash. Seeing how Jokic is playing. Yeah, well, Joel Embiid was a liability. Yep, and he got injured all the time. Yes. He he always he always getting injured. I think I should... Bro, you're not better than him. You're not better than Jokic. You're not better than him. Jokic is a true winner. He's a true... <laughs> he's a true ball player that will go out, sacrifice whatever it is to go score. Yoke, Embiid having, what, 15 points in an elimination game? Bro, Crazy. you're the tallest dude on the court. How does he see Kwame hey, Brown? Kwame you're, seven, Brown. Yeah, you're, you're Joel Embiid. You're seven foot one. How don't you dunk the ball over all the mother cats? And you can shoot beyond the arc? Come on, dog. Nobody is stopping that. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Nope. And Tyrese Maxey is the only person that plays well. And he was coming off the bench at one point. We really just trying to give him 20, that's, 25. That's a dude who's six man. Who? Yeah, six man. Talk about, oh, y'all need me to be six man of the year? Like I'm Lou Will? Man. And was just killing him. Disgraceful. Yeah, it, right? It's disgraceful the only, how, how the younger cats have to set the tone for these dudes who have been here in the league this long. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, and the thing is, like, Jokic was really that guy that was really drop, he dropping people off. He almost averages a triple-double during the season. What more do you want from him? Who knows, man? I, I You can't ask for much from Jokic, bro. You want to talk about Oh, that's done. We we hit all of them. Like, we hit the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, Doc Rivers, <laughs> Ben Simmons, uh, number Sanders, one. Yeah. Number one draft pick. Yeah, we hit them all, honestly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is just extra minutes if you want to keep going. Are you done? Yeah, we done, though? All right. Thank you for uh, tuning in for the first episode of uh, Queso Peso. Uh, We'll catch you again, like, next week or maybe in a couple more weeks when we uh, finish out.